guess. Yeah. Well, you almost like need like a one central food service shopping, and then kind of divide up the common things that you all use, right? Like you and Lee's used to do. Yeah. You and two other neighbors could share a head of lettuce or a stock yeah. of celery or something. But how long were you and Lee's together, overall? From the fall of 2011 until the 20th of April, to 2014. So from the fall of 2011 till April the 20th, you said 2014. So three-ish years. The reason I'm so sure about the date we split up is it's my birthday. The 20th of April. Yeah. And that's the breakup day. Yeah. That's not fun. You know why we broke up? No. Because I was wearing jeans. You broke up because you were wearing jeans? Yeah. You got to explain that one to me. Well, I was to go to her place. We were going to go out for supper with our family. Right. And when I went, I was wearing jeans. And she said she didn't want me to wear jeans, she wanted me to wear pants. And this, I could understand this, because she always wanted me to be dressed up like a tailor's dummy, you know, or a suit, a dress shirt, and a tie, just like you, exactly like you. That's You're calling she... me a tailor's dummy? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But anyway, what got me was that when I, we went out in the family, the family never wore any suits or ties or shirts or anything else. The family all wore standard Peterborough dress, which is t-shirts and jeans. Right. So I had these jeans on, and they were perfectly nice jeans. They weren't scruffy, ragged, and they were almost new. Yep. Perfect condition. And I had a brand new t-shirt on, in perfect condition, perfectly clean. And So I thought I was presentable, and I thought I was dressed as well as her her son and her son-in-law and her grandkids, because they were all in jeans and t-shirts. So I, I didn't think it was a problem, but she got real mad about that. And that's why you broke up? Where did you go that day? Like, I, went, I went home. No, no, but like you said everybody else was wearing jeans and a t-shirt. You were wearing jeans and a t-shirt, so where did everybody go? Like, Was it a party for you? Because it's your birthday. It wasn't just my, no, it wasn't just my birthday. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it was her son's birthday. I'm not sure, but it wasn't just for me. Right. No. Uh, <clears throat> you see, the thing is, every three or four weeks, they seem to have some sort of compulsion to have a fight. Now, we had no serious problems right. to have fight about. She was comfortably off, I'm comfortably off. She owned her own home, all paid for. I owned my own home, all paid for. She owned her car, paid for. I owned my car, paid for. No religious problems. She wasn't religious, I wasn't religious. No political problems. She wasn't a political person. I'm not a political person. No family problems, because I have no family at all. So she didn't have to worry about me paying alimony or child support or anything else like that. Right. I had absolutely no family problems. And her family seemed to like me, and I certainly got on well with all her family. 
and we didn't have any problems at all with our family. So we had no family problems. So as far as I was concerned, there was not a serious problem between us at all. Because of this, in this compulsion to fight, she would have to dream up the most stupid, trivial junk you could imagine to have a fight. Now in the early days when she started this, I would argue with her. But very soon realised that it was a waste of time arguing with her, because she just would not listen. Right. So what I did was, when I saw this fight coming, and I could see it coming, after I'd been with her so long, I could see this coming, and I knew it was coming. Right. So what I did, I would just go home. Okay. And I don't think she liked that, because then she'd no be to fight with. Anyway, I used to just leave the house and go home. So, you wouldn't believe these things you start fighting about. <laughs> you would not believe it. Anyway, this day I'm talking about, 20th of April, she was annoyed because I was wearing jeans. So I saw it coming and I just got up and I left. And I was getting in my car and I had my bum on the seat and my right foot on the floor, but my left foot was still outside the car. And she came out storming out after me and she grabbed the car door and started banging the car door to try and break my leg between the car frame and the door. Yeah. So anyway, eventually I was able to keep the door from banging my leg and uh, I told her just to go in and leave me alone and uh, she went inside and I went home. And that is why we broke up. Because that was I, was, the end. I was wearing jeans. What? what? Other things. Yeah, what other things? One time, she had a china teapot and I used to make tea. And one time I was washing the, the teapot and I got a little chip in it. A tiny little chip like, like that that had no bearing on the teapot or how it worked or if it didn't work or how it poured or anything. It had no bearing at all on the functioning of this teapot. Oh God, you think, you think I had demolished the house? The nonsense, the, the fight and the temper, terrible temper. Yeah. And always violence with the temper. You know, I got Did you out, say violence with the temper? Yeah, it okay. got out of hand. What would she do? Oh, well, she, I tried to break my leg with the car door. Yeah, yeah. Another time she had this, I had this big carton of milk, the big, I think it's two litres, I'm not sure, but it's a big one. And it was full, but it had been opened. And another time she threw that at me and oh. That'll give you an idea how when she got into this temper, she seemed to lose it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, For example, if it was me, who would say to myself, do I want to throw this car in the milk at her? 
and I'm milk all over the bloody place that I'm going to have to clean up? I don't think so. She didn't think like that. Right. She would just let fly. She didn't give a shit what happened. It was like she was out of it. Yeah. She could know what I mean. And then would she come back into it? Like would she... I always did. I took up. Oh, okay. But you know, it's, it's, it's the simplest things. If I put a plate in the dishwasher for home, now I have never in my life had a dishwasher. I don't know dishwashers from a hole in the ground. I know nothing about dishwashers. Right. If I put a plate in the dishwasher the wrong way, oh my God, you'd think I'd done murder or something. It's just, and it's because we didn't have a, a serious problem at all right. that she had to pick on these really stupid things that she wanted to have a fight. Why do you think she wanted to have a fight with you? I don't know. It seemed to be some sort of compulsion. Okay. Everything could be going along just beautiful. She's happy, I'm happy, we're madly in love, da 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 But three or four weeks, boom. And then after that's finished, we're back in love, but she's happy, I'm happy, she's happy. Really, eh? For three or four weeks, and boom. <laughs> And whenever the fights would happen and you would leave, who would make up? That was a problem. Was it? That's why she went to these other guys. Tell me about that. Why'd she go to these other guys? You'd need to ask her that, but... <laughs> Here's a woman who told me she loved me. I was the greatest thing in sliced bread. Oh boy, I was a keeper. We were going to spend the rest of our life together. And then, <laughs> we'd have a fight and I'd go home. And both of us, I think, were probably too stubborn and too pig-headed and too proud to make amends which is what we should have done. Right. Anyway, in no time at all, after I'd gone home and we split up, she was, had, had another boyfriend. Okay. Uh, that relationship with that boyfriend didn't work out. It only lasted two or three months, maybe. Okay. And we could buy it together again. Oh, excuse me. No uh, then, after we go back, before we go back together, we sat down and had a talk. And I said, obviously, if we're going to go back together, we've got to change our ways. If we get by together and we don't change anything, we're going to get the exact same result. We're going to split up again. Right. Oh, yes, you're right. She said, oh, yes, we'll change. Oh, yeah, da 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 da. Right? She didn't change at all. She couldn't. Right. I just, I don't think it's in her nature to change. <laughs> I did everything I could to make her happy. I colored her hair. I cleaned her shoes, I pressed her pants, I sewed and down for her. 
I grew a mustache for her. I didn't like a mustache, but I grew a mustache for her. I did yard work for her. I did housework for her. I was doing my hands and knees, scrubbing the kitchen floor, the bathroom floor, cleaning the toilet, cleaning the tubs around. I couldn't tell you the number of things I did to try and make her happy. Right. Anything she asked me to do, I did. Only one thing, one time, I just refused point blank. And that was the only time I ever refused her anything, the whole time I knew. <coughs> what was that? Well, she wanted to go to Quebec to visit her relatives in Quebec. And I didn't want to go to Quebec. Because I don't know her relatives and I don't speak French, so I figured I'd be just like... I'd you know, be useless, I'd just be tagging along. Right. I wouldn't be able to engage in conversation or anything, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, oh, she went on and on and on and on and on and on. And I said, okay, I'll go to Quebec with you. So, we're going to go to Quebec. She wants me to take my car. And I said, no, I'm not taking my car. His students want to go to Quebec. His students got relatives in Quebec. I don't want to go to Quebec. And I'm certainly not going to use my car to go to Quebec. And that was another big carry-on. She didn't want to use her car. Oh. Lee's never liked to use her car if she could use somebody else's car. Because then somebody else was paying for the gas and she didn't have to pay for the gas. Gotcha. So whenever we went anywhere, we went in my car. But that was one time where I just dug my heels in and I said, no, I'm not taking my car. If I never went to Quebec, I'm not taking my car. So we took her car. And how did that whole trip go? Very good. Okay, good. But, like I suspected, I was completely out of it. I couldn't yeah. engage in the conversation. You know, she was taking me to see all these relatives and all over the place, you know. And they were happy to see her and happy to be chatting. And it was, but it's all in French. And I don't speak French. So, from my point of view, it was really just a waste of time. Yeah. But I think maybe she wanted to show off her new boyfriend to her relatives. I don't know. Well, when was this trip? How long ago? Oh, jeez, I can't remember. Well, just if you said new boyfriend, I'm thinking like 2011, 2012. No, we... It doesn't matter anyway. I, I mean, you went and it, it was yeah, as it you thought it would it be. Wasn't, it wasn't 2011. That's okay. Sure. So is, is Lee's, was she, is she a drinker? No. No. So no no alcohol issues? Oh, absolutely. That's another thing. We had no alcohol problems because I don't drink, she didn't drink, and neither of us do drugs, so we had no drug problems. There was no one serious thing where we had conflict. So then I'm going to ask you, in your opinion, what was her problem? I have no idea. 
no problems, no issues. You're doing everything for her. Um, you guys are in a committed relationship. You love each other, is that right? But she picks these I, silly I fights. Loved, I loved her very, very much. You loved her. Did she love you? I don't know. Did she ever tell you she did? Oh, oh she all the time, yeah. 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 But you can't, you can't go by that. I put other women tell me they love me and they're sleeping with somebody else and I say, have you ever told somebody you loved them when you didn't really and you just didn't want to hurt their feelings? I don't think so. Okay. No, because, I mean, it can happen. I agree with you. Oh, it can sure, happen, right? sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't take relationships lately. You would never in a million years get me doing a, a one-night stand. Right. It's just not going to happen. Well, over the course of your lifetime, and I don't need to go into the details of them, how many relationships have you had? I've had maybe half a dozen relationships, but none of them were short-term relationships, except one where the woman turned out to be alcoholic, but I didn't know, when I met her, I didn't know she was alcoholic. Right, yeah. But relationships I've had in my lifetime, they've all been long-term, very serious, committed relationships. Right. So when you were with Lees, is it accurate, fair for me to say, that you weren't stepping out on her, you were faithful to her? I never even thought of a step. Are you crazy? I'm not like that. No, no, and that's what I'm gathering, right? What about her? I never, well, she did step out. Couple of times. Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like, was she as faithful and as committed to you? I, I can't tell you that. All I can tell you is she told me she loved me. What about this um, unattached club that she's part of? That's a nice place. Is it? Yeah. Very nice place. Okay. Yeah. Well run. Very well run. So, what's the idea behind it? Like, just is it a, like a social? It's people? just a social club where people go to dance. Okay. And it's called unattached, but in actual fact, about 95% of the people who go there are attached. Oh. <laughs> there are very, very few unattached people who go there. So they're attached, but do they go there with their partner, or they're going yeah, there? No, no, there are lots of them are husbands and wives, or, or they're in a serious relationship. Oh, and they're just going for a social? They're going to dance and okay. socialize. Oh. And, how and it's very nice. How did you meet Lise? I met her there. Okay. Yeah. So who was the um, the catalyst, if you will, is to get you two together? You saw her, she saw you. How did that all happen? Jeez, I don't remember. I, I guess I asked her to come and sit at my table. Yeah. Which she did, and then we went from there. What did you notice about her? You're, I'm I, sure you're not asking every lady to sit at your table, so why Lee's? Why, why her? Well, she seemed like a nice lady. Yeah. And she had a nice accent. And I thought she might be interesting to talk to. And things just kind of went on from there. Mm hmm So, how, like, did she actually say the words to you that she didn't want you to wear jeans and that's why she was so upset with you on the 20th of April? Oh, yeah. She said she told me previously to wear pants. 
And I do not remember her telling me to, to wear pants. I honestly do not remember her telling me that. But she said she had told me previously that she wanted me to wear pants. But to me, it's just so trivial, it's so unimportant. I can't see how anybody would even get upset about something like that. If they were all scruffy jeans or something, all torn and raggedy and dirty and everything, then I could understand her being upset. But these were perfectly nice jeans, not very old at all, and they were just just being washed, pressed. So I, I just couldn't see why she got upset. Breaking up that way has to be tough for a silly issue like that. Does that make sense? They were all silly issues. All silly issues. Did you try and get back together with her after that? No. No? That was it? Because that's what, April 2014? I, sh I should have, but I didn't. She should have, but she didn't. That's what I was saying. We're probably just two pig-headed, stubborn buggers, you know, who, who are too proud to eat humble pie. Do you miss her? But, oh, God. <laughs> well, we, we kept in touch a lot after that. Oh, okay. So it's not like it was cold turkey. But, uh, well, very shortly after we broke up, she started going with Ben. Okay. Uh, so then, no question, it's getting back together again. Did she, you? She had a new boyfriend. Do you know who this Ben guy is? Oh yeah, well these, these guys she went with, the guys at the, at the club. Okay. Right. That's got to be hard. Like, were you still going to the club after then for the socials on your own? Oh yeah. Yeah. Was that hard seeing her there with other people? Well, we had split up completely. Yeah. Uh, at first, when we split up, we still saw each other, you know. She would come to my place, I would go to her place, and we were friends. Yeah. And we would dance together on a Saturday night. And, uh, but it seemed to me, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe the boyfriend didn't want her to be friends with me, I don't know. Anyway, we finished up with her. Uh, she had complained to the police about me. Right. Because I was mad one time and I wrote a little note to her. And it was not a nice note. It, it was a nasty note. And I regret very much having sent that. But still, there's nothing I can do about that now. Anyway, when she got this note, she complained to the police. The police came and saw me and told me that I shouldn't be bothering her. Right. And I said that was fine. And then, uh, <clears throat> so after that, we weren't talking to each other, we weren't friendly. Do you think I could have another cigarette? Yeah, well, that's all. If you don't mind? Yeah. I have my own cigarettes, you know, but they won't let me have them. It's all good. Gotcha.
You don't smoke. I haven't smoked in a while. Give it up. I can sit here now and it doesn't even bother me. Like, I don't have the desire for it. How did you do that? Did you do any special sort of thing? Did you get hypnotized or something? No, I just decided, you know what, when I had kids, I just decided that's not really what I want them to see. Yeah. And uh, it was just more, you know what, I just don't need to do this anymore. And I just went cold turkey. And that was it. And it wasn't, you know, not easy, not fun. No. But um, I'm glad I did it. And now I'm at a point where I can be around it, I can sit with people, and I don't have any desire. Like, I'm good. That's amazing. Yeah. Because so. I quit smoking once long, long, long ago. And I quit for about two years, I think. And I went home to Scotland for vacation. And it was New Year's. And New Year's in Scotland is something else again. It's something like New Year's in Canada. Right. Everybody's partying and drinking and going crazy. And somebody said to me, I'll just have a cigarette, you know, one cigarette on what do you So I took a cigarette and that was me right back. Yeah. Okay. It happened. But you know what really bothered me? When I stopped smoking, I never lost the desire. For the whole two years, I wanted to smoke. Oh, really? Yeah, you Constantly, still had the craving. Every day. Yeah. And that made it really difficult. See, I lost the craving. And, and some people associate it with, like, if they have a coffee or a tea, they will... Sometimes it becomes habit forming, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just, yeah, I, I, I don't really have any special recipe how I did it. I just did it. And, yeah. yeah. Well, when I get when I quit smoking, I quit cold turkey. I just gave up. And I think I could have been successful if I hadn't been for this constant longing yeah. every day, longing to have a cigarette. It just wouldn't go away. There's worse things you could be doing. Hmm. Right? Well, I've been smoking since I was ten years old. And I'm in reasonable shape. 66 years of smoking. So there you go, roughly. Well, take away the two years yeah. you quit, so we're down to 64. Yeah, yeah. When, you know, this investigation is, you know, it's ongoing and that, but when is the last time that you saw Liz? When's the last time you would have seen her? The Saturday before she disappeared. So the okay, so she... You see, they've taken my calendar. If I had my calendar, I would be able to... Let's see if I can assist you with something here. I don't have your calendar. That's not what I'm looking for. But well, any calendar would do. That's what I'm just looking for, yeah. Okay. Uh, we could even work right from today. Well, I have a calendar here, so let me find it. Well, what, you, this is, you said this is the 22nd. It is, all day. So 7 from 22 is the 15th. The last time I saw Lee's today was Saturday the 15th. If you've got a calendar there, you can check that. I'm going to check that for you right now. Well, we were not talking to each other at times. I didn't, because she said that she showed me a second time. Right. Have you spoken to uh, Ian Maxwell? There we go. So that's a calendar for November yeah. 2014. Okay, so that's this year. So the last time I saw these... So we're here on the 27th. Yeah, the last time I saw these was last Saturday. Okay. 
Are you sure? Sure, I'm sure. But, as I said, we did not speak to each other or dance with each other or even look at each other because... Have you spoken to Ian Maxwell? I haven't, no. Oh, well, he's a policeman who came to see me a couple of times. Okay. And the second time he came, he made it absolutely clear I had nothing whatsoever to do with uh, So I took his words to heart and I never, never even looked at them. Never looked at what? Ben or Heath. Oh, sir, because he's the one that came and spoke to you and said, after the letters, is that what you're talking about? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. You can speak. May help you to speak to him. Well, what's going on? He's a very nice child. Yeah, he's yeah. with the Peterborough service here? Yeah. Okay. Have you spoken to Dave Clark? I just got here today. Oh, I ran the first person you've spoken to. You're the guy. Oh. I'm going to ask you, why, uh, how are you so sure that's the last time you saw him? And I'm just wondering in your mind, why you think it was that day? Because I saw every Saturday. We both went to the dance every Saturday. She went missing on the 12th. So is it possible it's a different Saturday that you saw her? I saw her the Saturday before she disappeared. Okay, that's fair then. So what I'm just telling you is that on the 12th is the day that she went missing. So, that we know for sure, okay? So, if you said you saw her the Saturday before she went missing, is it possible then that you're talking about the 8th? It must be. Okay. It must be. I just want to. I just want to make sure, you know, yeah. because you said the fifteenth, which I understand, but we know she went missing on the twelfth. So if it's the Saturday, if it's one Saturday before, which is what you recall, that would take us to November the eighth. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So perhaps this is the day we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And is that at the dance? Well, I, I lost a week somewhere. Okay. Well. Do you remember Veterans Day? Do you remember yeah, Remembrance Day? No, I remember they come and took me away on this day. Yes, the 13th. They took me away that day and they kept me a week. Right. And they let me out this day. Can I just... They let me out this day. When you say they let you out, you're referring to what? You said they came and took you away. What are you talking about? Like, what are you referring to? They came on Thursday and took they spoke to me for hours. Yes. And then they took me away about 6.30 roughly. Okay. And put me in a hotel. Okay. I see what you're talking about now. They kept me in a hotel from there to here. And they let me out yesterday. Right. And here we are today. The 22nd. They arrested me today. Yes. So I spent the night from Thursday to Friday and the night from Friday to Saturday at home 
Yes. So this is Remembrance Day. You remember they came and they asked you to leave on the 13th, this yeah, day. Yeah. And that's because on the 12th, she's missing. I don't know why she's missing. No, no, that's what I'm telling you. I don't okay. know. I so, don't even know how you know that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you how I know. I'll explain it to you. Okay. But I, I'm just, if we work backwards, like you said, then if you recall seeing her last on the Saturday before she went missing, that would be the 8th. The simple thing is, both she and I went to the dance every Saturday. Gotcha. We weren't talking, we weren't dancing, we weren't having any sort of communication whatsoever. But we were there. Yeah, and I, I'm okay with that. I don't have any issue with that. Every Saturday. Okay. So if you saw her the Saturday before... So if she's he, missing here, obviously she wasn't at the dance that night. No. Did you go to the think, dance that I night? I don't think I went to the dance that night. No, I didn't go. On the 15th? Hmm? Yeah, on the 15th you didn't go? No, well, I... The police had taken me away. Right. You were in a hotel? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so the 8th the at the dance. After the 8th, which is the Saturday, did you yes, see her? I saw that Saturday too. The 1st? Okay. Did you see her any time after the Saturday at the dance? No. Okay, so that's the last time? Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay. What do you, you know that lawyer told me I hadn't to speak to you? Yeah. You don't have to. I told no. you that at the beginning as well. Didn't yeah, I? yeah. You are the one person that knows Lee's better than anybody right now. I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, I'm just talking about in that, you know, you did have a relationship with her. Oh, yes. What? Uh, yeah, you, generally speaking, a very good relationship. I, I, I totally I believe you. What do you think happened to her? Why would why would no something? Idea. I have no idea. Why would somebody do this to her? I don't know. I do know she was involved with other men. Right. I even suggested to one of the policemen that it could have been a woman baby. Who knows? Who knows what happened? Yeah. Who are these other men she's involved with? I don't, I don't know all the men she's involved with. I just know for a fact Dave Clark and Ben Kalman. Yeah. Dave Clark she was going with very soon after we broke up the first time. Ben Kalman she was going with very soon after we broke up the second time. So up until here where we know she went missing, was she seeing anybody that you know of? Ben Kalman. She is seeing Ben still. She's been seeing Ben since very shortly after we broke up. Which was 20th of April. Yes. And that's, yeah. Forgive me for my language, but you know what? That's kind of shitty. What is? What she did. 
It, only in the sense that, you know what, you jump from one relationship right to the next. What does that say about you and your relationship? That's just my opinion. I just put that out there. I probably shouldn't even have said that, but that, I just, that's the way I kind of look at it. You know what I'm going to tell you? If I live to be 192, I will never understand women. And it may be that that's why I'm a bachelor. Because I take things very seriously. Yeah. Things like relationships and promises and vows. I couldn't get married. I'm going to have to vow to be faithful to this woman for the rest of my life. So you could or couldn't get married? I could not get married because I couldn't take that vow. But why? If you take things very serious, would you not be faithful for the rest of your life to that person? I sure as hell would try, but I'm a human being. Yeah. And when I was younger, I was as horny as the next guy. So although I would maybe take a vow, there's no guarantee that I would be able to keep it. And if I couldn't keep a vow, I would not make that vow. Did I take vows very, very seriously. Did you two ever talk about getting married? Was there ever any talk about that? No. I find, I'm just speaking generally, yeah. women, elderly women like my age group, they've got their own home, it's paid for, they've got their own car, they've got their family, they've got their kids, their grandkids. They don't need a relationship. They don't need a man in their life. Right. Especially in some cases where the women have had a bad relationship before right. and have got out of it, the last thing they want to do is jump from the frying pan into the fire by having another relationship with a guy. Yeah. So it seems to me that the average woman in my age group is simply not interested in having a serious relationship because they've got no need for it. Yeah. In some cases, yeah, if it's a widow you're talking about, if they were to, they're dead scared of getting into some kind of relationship that might jeopardize a dependence pension that they get you know, from being a widow. Yeah. They don't want to jeopardize that because as far as they're concerned, they're putting their hands over to in the push. Yeah. It seems to me that attitude is sort of, if it's not broken, don't fix it. They're quite happy, they've got their family, their kids, their grandkids, and their friends, and their social circle. They really don't need anything else. Well, and what's your attitude about that? Because you're also of that age group. You have your own house that's paid for. You don't have any I, headaches. No, but I not like them in as much as I have no company. Would you have liked to have gotten to a point with her that the two of you lived together? I wouldn't live together. No. Because if you live together under the laws in Ontario, you're automatically married, whether you like it or not. Despite that side of it. You're right, okay, in what you're thinking. But how do you how would you see the long term relationship going then? Just each living in your own home but being committed to each other? Well, that's the way it was going, and it was going okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. Yeah. But 
I can only tell you about this from my point of view. Absolutely. I've got no idea what Lise was thinking or what was going through her mind or anything else. You're right, and I can only ask you from your point of view because I haven't had an opportunity to talk to her. Well, you should talk to other people and get their views. Oh, we are. Absolutely. This investigation has taken on a whole new direction now that we're here, okay? Um, I guess you have to start from scratch. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we're... But, and there's some things I want to share with you here today that we're doing so you understand what's going on. Because we have, uh, we do things very different, okay? And we have access to a lot of things that we're now going to utilize. Because this is, make no mistake, this is, in our opinion, a, a death investigation, a homicide. Mm -hmm. Okay, We believe she's dead. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, People don't just drop off the face of the earth mm -hmm. and cease to exist. There's been no activity on her bank accounts. Uh, nobody's heard from her. Nobody's seen her. Like, there's a lot of other things we'll talk about. But that's just not normal, and you know that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so we have other things that I'll discuss with you that logically, when we look at it, yeah, she's dead, and I know that. Um, so, you know, and we believe that somebody's responsible for mm -hmm. that. Me? Yeah. 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 But, but you've charged me with murder. Well, yeah, those are the charges before the courts, yeah. And I'm going to explain to you why, so you understand yeah. why, okay? Yeah. But... Um, you're right, I, I haven't had a chance to talk to her, but we are now talking to a lot of people and getting a big picture of what's going on here. And i got a lot of other things that we're working on now, too. Well, this is exactly what the Peterborough police told me. What did they tell you? Well, I was speaking to this guy, Dan LeMay. Okay. And I was saying to him, well, did you speak to Ben? Oh, no, I'm not speaking to Ben. Somebody else will speak to Ben. And I said to him, well, did you speak to Dave Clark? Oh, no, I'm not speaking to Dave Clark. Somebody else will speak to Dave Clark. And said, well, did you do this? Oh, no, I'm not. You know, it seems to be uh, everything's all mixed up. And I'm saying to myself, can they not have the one guy go and speak to everybody and then he maybe understand what the hell's going on instead of having half a dozen different detectives speaking to half a dozen different people. I have a team of investigators here now. They are speaking to Ben. They are speaking to Dave. They are speaking to her daughter. They are speaking to her son. They are speaking to her grandkids. They are speaking to people at her work. They are speaking to neighbors. They are canvassing the neighborhoods. Um, I have officers down at the Center of Forensic Sciences working with the scientists saying, hey, these are the exhibits we submitted. Get working on them. Get it done. Mm -hmm. There's other techniques that we're working on here right now that I have officers assigned to exclusively just make those calls and get those things done. Okay. This has now become what we call a joint forces investigation where we are the lead. Okay. With the Peterborough police. Yeah, that's why we're in their building. Okay. Because it all started in their city. But we have now taken over the lead and we have brought in our own investigators. Um, and things are like, as you and I are sitting here right now, there's all kinds of things that are happening. There's all kinds of things that are being done, period. And, I, and some of them I'm going to explain to you and show you so you understand what's going on, okay? Um, because this, this just took way too long. Way too long. It's taken too long? This has taken way too long. Oh. 
way too long. I mean, really, she goes missing on the 12th, and, and, and there's all kinds of stuff that's happened there in the meantime. So, you know, nobody even uh, came to you and got a formal statement from you in the meantime. I mean, you were with her for years. Like, that shouldn't happen. Okay, but, but as a result, we, we got involved. We, we, uh, we got some well, results the police, back right the away. Police, the police leader didn't mean right from the gateway. Why do you think that they would do that? Presumably, somebody must have told them stuff. Okay, well, this day right here. What bothers me is. Yeah. By zeroing in on me, maybe there's things that they could have discovered that they're not going to discover now. You cannot get tunnel vision, ever. Okay. Well, the police, the Peterborough police definitely had tunnel vision here. Believe me. We, uh,. One of the biggest things, I've been doing this job for 25 years, you cannot get tunnel vision because the moment you get tunnel vision, the blinders are on. It's like that racehorse going down the track with the blinders That's on. That's exactly okay. what this is like. Here's the way I approach my investigations, okay? The evidence will take us where we need to be. That makes sense to you? Well, it depends what you call the evidence. I'm going to share some of it with you, okay? But evidence will always take you where you need to be. Now, sometimes... Evidence can come up that we think is evidence, could be a red herring. Mm. But then you got to walk down that path, you got to investigate it, you got to exhaust it, and then make a decision and say, nope, that's not important, back away. As this investigation is going on right now, we're going down several different paths, clearing and making sure we've covered off everything properly. Mm. You have to be, th the, make no mistake, these are serious, serious allegations, period. Somebody's life has been taken. Um, we don't take that lightly. We, uh, in fact, I can't think of anything more serious to be working on. Yeah. Okay, in her memory, for her, for her, her kids, family. for her grandkids, for her family, for the community, for everybody that's missing her right now. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, we still don't have her body. Well, I'll tell you, there's nobody missing her more than I miss I believe you. I believe you. Right? And that's tough. I mean, you were with her for years. Yeah. You you knew her intimately. Yeah. I'll never get that chance to talk to her, to have a conversation with her, to hear her accent. I'll never ever have that opportunity. You did. Yeah. Right? And I believe you when you say that you miss her dearly. I do. I sit here and look at you. I'm going to say you're still in love with her. Yeah, but the, the problem with me is being completely alone. Uh, I think that tends to make me different from other people. In what way? In as much as other people have their family, their friends, their relations, and uh, the social activities they do, they have lots of things going on in their life. Yeah. My life is very, very quiet. There's nothing going on in my life. In fact, I was just saying to a friend, a friend stopped by yesterday to speak to me. And I was just saying to him, my big problem is that I spend 95% of my time in this house alone. So no matter what crime would be committed in Peterborough, I could not give the police an alibi. I see what you're saying, yeah. The only time I know in my house is if I go for groceries, which usually takes just half an hour tops. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Or if I go to the doctors, which is only once every three months or something, yeah. the vast majority of my time is spent in the house alone. It's not so bad in the summer because I'm always working in my yard in the summer. I'm in my yard every day in the summertime. Okay, but in, you know, okay, I'm going to ask you something because I think it, this is something we can work on here. There's some techniques that I have, things that we're looking at, that even though somebody says I'm in my house 95% of the time alone, I don't have an alibi. Yeah. There's some techniques that I can utilize that will assist me in whether that's the truth or not. Well, it's funny you say that because when Mr. LeMay was talking to me for hours, he raised one or two questions. And it just so happens that I'm a real recycling nut. I recycle everything that can be recycled. Are you cool? No. You're good? I'm okay. Okay, I saw you crossing your arms. I was going to put the heater on. Um, so you're a recycling nut? I even recycle my grocery receipts. Okay. And it just so happened that this Mr. Renee was talking to me about where I was or what I was doing, and I was trying to, and I was telling him. But I don't think he believed me. And then it just dawned on me, and I went into where I keep these recycled papers. Yeah. And uh, I dug up receipts, and the receipts proved to him that I was where I said I was. Okay, so, so what but we, it's a chance in a million that a person would keep a grocery receipt, you know. So what is it you were, like, what were you talking about? What was the receipt for? It's for bananas or bread and stuff like that. Just stuff for the grocery. He had asked me where I was, and I had told him where I was. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. But I couldn't prove that I was where, where I said I was. What day was he talking about? And then, I can't remember. But anyway, it just dawned to me, the receipts that I recycle. Gotcha. And I went and I got a couple of receipts, and these proved to him that I was where I said I was, when I said I was there. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. But the chances of that happening in a million times, who, who keeps our grocery receipts? I don't. Nobody keeps our grocery receipts. Well, and if I was, okay, so I mean, I know she went missing on this day, the 12th, which is a Wednesday. Where were you that day? That, I think that's the day she was talking about. Okay. Um, and and I, can, um, I can certainly go and get that receipt. Did you give it to him? Or did he make a copy of it? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But if, if the 12th is the day you're talking about, are you saying you went grocery shopping on the 12th? I went to a bunch of different places. Okay. What about at I night on the 12th? If I, if, if, if I have stuff to get, I usually draw a little list and try and make a route of it so I go here first, then there, and then there, and then there. Yeah. And uh, that day, I had gone to... Farm Boy, okay. which is a grocery store. Yeah. But I didn't buy anything at Farm Boy, so I didn't have a receipt. Okay. Because the thing I was looking for there, they didn't have. Anyway, from there I went to Peterborough this week to get a copy of the newspaper. Okay. 
and I went to a couple of other places where I did buy something and I did have receipts. Okay. So the, while I couldn't prove that I'd been to one or two of these places, I could prove that I had definitely been to one or two other places. And are you referring to the 12th? I can't remember. The Wednesday? I can't remember what it was. We spoke for so long. No, but that's what they I'm asking. They were with me. So they came in at about 1 o'clock. I was trying to have my lunch when they came in. And that's fair. I and understand. So I, I wanted to get my supper, but I couldn't get my supper because they were right there in my face. Yeah. So I didn't get any supper that night. But if I ask you now, what do you remember the 12th? I don't want it to. I know it's supposed to be speaking to you. And you don't have to. It, yeah, I know. So, okay. I, so I don't think I but should. But here's the thing. If you are grocery shopping on those days and you have some receipts, which I'll check on, but you the other should, thing is... You should be speaking to these other guys. We are. I have people here now doing it. Okay, but are you speaking to Dan LeMay? Yes, absolutely. I had him called in today. Okay. And don't forget Ian Maxwell. Uh, there's Ian Maxwell, there's Dan LeMay, there's uh, these two boyfriends, Dave, you spoke of, and Ben are being spoken to. I've got her family in here right now. Okay, but... They're nice kids, by the way. They seem very nice, yeah. 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 But the other thing I wanted to you know, think about is, on this day, even though you didn't get a receipt, you remember how I talked about the fact that there's cameras everywhere? Yeah. Even though you walked in a store and didn't buy something, I'm going to go pull the video. Because they keep the video for a while, right? I'll pull the video, it shows you walking in, even though you didn't buy something, it that validates what you're saying. That reminds me. The Peterborough police told me they had me on video at Walmart. And I said to them, that is absolutely impossible because I have not been near Walmart. Yeah, I don't know anything about and that. And they said, well, we've got a video. You're on the video. And I said, well, can, Who I, told see, you that? can I see the video? Oh no, we have her. Oh no, yeah. Who told you that? The serious thing about the police, they want you to answer all their questions, but they never, ever answer your questions. Ask me a question. I've answered your question so far today, I'll answer the rest of them. I, I'm talking about my experience with the police right. so far. Yeah. It's been anything but good. Been a very, very I'm going to tell you experience. right now, I don't know anything first about a Walmart all, video. First of all, when they took me away on Thursday, they said, oh, just be for tonight. You'll get back home tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow came, I am all packed up in my hotel room, ready to go home. They come and say, oh, no, you're not going home to her. It'll be tomorrow. So I get unpacked my stuff. I spend another night in the hotel. The next morning, I got pack all my stuff ready to go. They come and say, oh no, it'll be, it'll be tomorrow. This goes on for a solid week, lying to me every single day. That stops Look today. Looking me right in the eye and lying as sweet as you like. That stops today. So the only thing that's going on in this room right now is the truth. My experience with the police has not been good. Especially the sister. You should see the mess of my house. You would not believe it. 
I want to share a couple of things with you okay. to show you that I'm here to give you some info. Okay? okay. This isn't all about, you know, me wanting info from you. You want you asked me a couple of things earlier and I want to address them for you, okay? You asked me how first of all, how do we know she's even missing and, and when she went missing? That's what you asked me. Right? Is that is that what you asked me earlier? Does that make sense? No, I just said to you I didn't know she at the time I didn't know she was missing. No, no, but I mean I'm telling you now from a police perspective as we move forward, we know she's missing. I've told you why, in that there's been no activity on her bank account. Nobody has heard from her. She hasn't phoned anybody. She hasn't reached out to contact anybody. Her car has not moved. It was like in her driveway. She was there. Um, the family hasn't heard from her. She hasn't made withdrawals on her bank. She hasn't shown up for work. Mm -hmm. um, that's like somebody just dropped off the face of the earth. And we all know people don't do that. Yeah. We are creatures of habit. We have our routines, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. When you say to me, how do we know some of these things, and, and how can I draw the conclusion that I believe, you know, something bad has happened to her, I want you to look at that picture, okay? Now, first of all, I'll start with this one. Where is that? That's the driveway. Exactly. Okay. And yeah. whose car is that? That's her car. Right. That's a new one. Pretty new. Yeah, it looks fairly new, right? But here's the thing. So you when know, I... should paid about 43000 for that. 43000 for that car? Yeah. It's got all the bells and whistles. Is that the one you drove to Quebec? Oh, no, no, no. no. no, no. no. That's no, a nice she car. Had a, she had an old Camry, yeah. but it was in really good shape. That's a nice car. But she had a nice one with the Camry, and it was a write-off. Oh, okay. So she got this one. Well, that is a nice car, I agree with Yeah. You. Yeah. So, one of the things I want you to notice there, and I'm just telling you things that, that I know from my observations now as we're investigating this, right? See that right there? Yeah. That's blood. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, we'll start there, okay? But this is her house. This is her entrance, mm -hmm. right? It looks familiar to you, right? Because you've been there before. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is the back of her car. Yeah. Because yeah. see this little piece yeah. here? Yeah. That would be along here, or uh, down the no, side. Here. Right. See that? Yeah. What's yeah. that? That's blood. That's blood. Okay. Um, I'm assuming. And, yeah. So am I, right? Yeah. But from my standpoint, between that at the front of the car and this at the back of the car, that's a, that's what I would refer to as a significant amount of blood. Full play. Yeah, foul play. Indicating foul play. Absolutely, yeah. right? Because that's not a cut finger. No, no. That's not a stub toe. No. That's significant, okay? There's a lot of things I can read into when I look at that, okay? So when I see those things. Then you look at that picture. So you obviously know that that picture is along here now, right? Which one? See this picture here? Right? That, that, this, Where is that in relation to this? This picture here is there. Exactly. Okay. See her keys? See an earring. I'll take your word for it. I, yeah. I, you know, okay. And, and, and they took my glasses away from me. Okay. Well, right here is her car key, her house key, and right here is an earring. Yeah. Okay. And there's a sign of a struggle. You can see how everything's kind of tossed up, and there's the edging of the blood right there. Right. Yeah. Now, that's not normal. We know she didn't go in the house. We know her things are lying there. Okay. Um, there's another picture which is along the edge here. That's her glasses. 
laying on the ground. It indicates a sign of a struggle. Oh, yeah. Tells us that there was a struggle there. Yeah. Okay. And we've got the blood. Did you see our glasses are here? Right there. That's our glasses. That's our glasses, right there. Okay. So that indicates to me a sign of a struggle. Yeah. Um, plus, we've got the bleeding at the front of the car. We've got the bleeding at the back of the car. Yeah. And it's, it's right at the entrance where she would be getting into her door. Yeah. How do I know that um, this day is the day she went missing? The 12th of November, which is a Wednesday, she was working. And she was working at Walmart. Yeah. So we've already verified that she worked her shift that day. Mm -hmm. And we verified what time she ended her shift and went home. So we know that she was alive all day. People spoke to her. People saw her. Mm -hmm. People interacted with her. And people watched her leave work. Okay? So we know she left. And we presume, because her car is in the driveway, she eventually went home. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's how we know this day, because... On the next day, the 13th, she didn't show up for work, number one, which is unusual for her, right? She didn't go to work on the 13th. So that caused people some concerns. Um, family members didn't hear from her. Nobody could locate her. And this is what people found when they went to her house. Mm -hmm. So when you put, she goes to work, she leaves work, she heads home. People see this, police arrive and see this. We have evidence of blood. She doesn't go to work the next day. And from this day forward, she's never been seen or heard from again. So we can conclusively say that sometime during the evening hours of the 12th or into the early morning hours of the 13th, yeah, yeah something happened to her, uh -huh. and that's when she went missing. So that's how we know for that part of it. Make sense? You understand, like, investigatively-wise, how we're looking at it, right? So some of the things we're looking at is this. I know that there was a struggle here. I know that. Mm -hmm. Okay? The blood tells me that. The glasses, yeah. the keys, and the earring tell me there's a struggle there. This is one of the things that we're now doing, and it started today. Do you remember when 9-11 happened in the United States? Uh -huh. The Twin Towers got uh -huh. the terrorists, mm -hmm. okay? Ever since that day, um, the United States Department of Homeland Security, NASA, um, the American military, invested billions of dollars into satellite imaging. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason they did that was to try and prevent the attack of you know, terrorist activities in the future. Because one of the questions they had was, how could we not see this coming? How could we not see a rogue plane coming? How, you know, all these different things. As in anything, a lot of things that we do in the world are reactive to tragedies. So they enhanced billions of dollars into satellite imagery. And so what these satellites do now, they're orbiting 24-7, and they're snapping pictures mm -hmm. all the time. We have realized that law enforcement, police... Only certain agencies have access to it. We can access those satellite imageries by contacting the Department of Homeland Security in the United States. Mm -hmm. And we have to have what we call a criteria offense. So it has to be serious. Treason, homicides, mm -hmm. or attempt homicides. They won't look at it for anything else. Okay. 
we also have to be very specific and give them either an address, and if we have an address, obviously we can give them latitude and longitudinal coordinates. Mm -hmm. You're a smart man, you understand mm -hmm. what latitude and longitude is? Okay. You know MNR was using that years ago. Absolutely, right? So that's why you would know about it. Uh, to measure trees and forests and um, the makeup of the forest and the age of the trees and the and even, health of the trees. Even today with GPS and, <coughs> and, and plotting <coughs> and GPS coordinates, GPS coordinates still go right to latitude and longitudinal coordinates because in, even in aviation, right, they still have to be able to fly over and find that spot on the earth because latitude mm -hmm. and longitude stays consistent the world over. That spot will always be there, right? Mm -hmm. Started today, the request has gone into the Department of Homeland Security, mm -hmm. okay? We've provided them an address and we've provided them with the latitude and the longitudinal coordinates for her house. Mm -hmm. We know a struggle happened here on this driveway. Mm -hmm. Something happened, mm -hmm. okay? When we put the request in, what happens now is they punch those coordinates into the database, access the satellite that was over the earth at that point in mm -hmm. time, and download the images. Okay? Mm -hmm. They download the images, images are forwarded to us. We know when she left work. So now we have kind of a starting point to say, I don't need to see everything on the 12th. I just need to see from, say, 7 o'clock in the evening on. So give me from 7 o'clock in the evening all the way into the 13th the next day. Right? Mm -hmm. I know in that time frame, I will capture this struggle on the driveway. Okay? The request has gone in. It's going to take time for me to get those pictures back because it's a massive database and the request has gone into the Department of Homeland Security. Mm -hmm. They will download the images. They will send them to us. And when that happens, I will then have an opportunity to have an investigator sit and go through the images. Mm -hmm. These images that come in are phenomenal because they're military grade. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're it's it's based on NASA premises, and so like I've had success in other cases where I've been able to focus down in on the make and model of a car. Mm -hmm. it, the quality is that yeah. good. Okay, that's one thing that's happening mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, the other thing that's happening right now since we're here is I've been to her house. Mm -hmm. I know where it's located. Okay. And one of the things I know is that when I go to her house... These are good pictures, by the way. They're not bad, eh? They're very good. They're very good. The quality of pictures that are going to come in off that satellite will make those look like child's play. <laughs> it's incredible what you're going to get. It's incredible what we can see. Do you think I could ask you for another cigarette? Yeah, absolutely. I'll get you another cigarette. There's a street view of where she lives. Okay? Where Where's her house on there? I wish they hadn't taken my glasses. I can assist you if you can't see. Anyway. Her house would be around about where this green thing is. What road does she live on? Bennisport? Bennisport. Exactly. Yeah. There's Bennisport right there. This is a river road or river road in Bennisport. That's a very bad corner, by the way. I know, I was there. It doesn't very look like a good corner. corner. Thank you. So here's the thing. I went to her house. I stood in her driveway. I looked around. What do you think I saw? 
idea. Big cemetery over here. Oh, yeah. Highland Park. Massive. Yeah. Big gates. Yeah. We, like, used to beautiful. Go, we used to go walking there. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful spot. Right over here, a couple of doors down from her house, is a daycare being run out of a house. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Right over here is a big school. Just down the street. First, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just down from the school, before you get back to the intersection, is a, a variety store, a convenience mm -hmm. store. Mm -hmm. What do all of those things have in today's day and age? Cameras. Yeah. They all have cameras. It's the world we live in, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has cameras now for security reasons. Insurance, protect their own property, um, trying to prevent vandalism. Schools, new legislation was passed uh, because of a couple of tragic incidents that happened where they installed cameras in all the schools that focus out on the streets and the crosswalks so that when kids are walking, in case there's an accident, in case there's an abduction, we want to be able to see vehicles. We want to be able to see people walking. Um, variety stores have cameras you know, shooting out onto the street in the parking lots in case people grab things out of the store, shoplifting mm -hmm. and run away. People arriving at the store for robberies, break and enters, thefts. This um, cemetery, uh, the whole the whole laneway is 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 cameraed mm -hmm. to capture vehicles coming in and out. Anybody that wants to do damage, they have a beautiful big building in there. Mm -hmm. um, it's all yeah. cameraed, right? Like it's just the world we live in. This daycare, oh my word, cameras because they're they're caring for children. Yeah. So you know, for insurance reasons, they have cameras there to in case you know abduction. Some parent shows up that's not supposed to show up. A child wanders off. At least you got something to start with. Right? Mm -hmm. I have officers at every one of these locations, as you and I speak, accessing and downloading all the data mm -hmm. for the 12th of November into the 13th of November because she lives right on that corner. Mm -hmm. So now we're accessing all those cameras. We're accessing everything. Okay. Now, when I look at those cameras, when I look at the satellite imagery that's coming in, okay, and, and I, that's why I want to ask you this question. So on the evening of the 12th of November, so we're getting into the nighttime after 7 o'clock at night, maybe even into the early morning hours of the 13th, but we're talking about that Wednesday night into the next day when she went missing. Is there any reason you can think of why, when I download these images from all this video footage and have a look at it, or when my satellite images come and arrive, okay, is there any reason you can think of why I'm going to see you or your vehicle in that area. And I just wanted to ask you that now, because maybe there's some logical reason that you were there or in that area that I'm not aware of that we should talk about and clear up now so that I don't have to come back and do it later. Uh, Any reason you can think of why no, I'm going to see you or no. your vehicle? <clears throat> no. No? Okay. And, and it's, it's, that's why I thought I'd ask now, right? Mm -hmm. Because... This is just a matter of probably hours away. Yeah. Right? Um, well, according to you, you've got a maid. What's that? According to you, you've got a maid. Well, uh, it's just a question of time. Yeah, it is a question of time, right? So, but that's why I wanted to ask you if there's any reason you no, can think I've of. I've got nothing to say. <coughs> that lawyer's going to be mad at me. No, but I'm just wondering <coughs> for talking to you. Is there any reason you can think of why we would even see you there? I don't know what to answer any questions at all. Okay. All right. But
But I just wanted you to understand that's one of the things we're working on. Okay, so I wanted yeah, to give you well, some info. I wanted to share it with you. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay. Because it looks as if you're definitely going to have this drug till pretty soon. The other thing that we're working on, because you asked about your car, okay, you have a Subaru. What yeah. year is your car? 2010. 2010. I bought a brand new. Yeah. Paid cash for it. Yeah. No, it's a nice car. It's in good shape. The fuel consumption is terrible. Is it? Just awful. Okay. Which I suppose makes sense. If a motor's got to drive four wheels, it's going to use more gas yeah. than a motor that just has to drive two wheels. Yeah. Okay. Are you aware, and I'm sure you are, because you're very, very well read. You're a smart guy. Planes that go down, planes that go missing, right? I mean, remember that Air India jet? That went down, yeah. and I don't think they've ever still recovered all the, or recovered the wreckage. Remember that one? Just past this past summer, I think it was. There was one went down over Lockerbie in the 1980s. That they haven't got that big a deal. That's the RCMP that's working on that. Yeah. But whenever a plane crashes and goes down, what is the one thing that they that they want to recover first the and black, foremost? The black box. Exactly. Why do they want the black box? Because it records the activity of the plane when it went down. Exactly. Were you aware that cars also have their version of a black box installed in the computer modules? No, I didn't know that. Okay. They do. So what happens is, in serious cases like this, when we seize a car forensically, Okay, and we have to f go through it forensically. So, you know, we're looking for, for blood and fibers and hair. But when we suspect or believe that a vehicle has been utilized, one of the things that we do is uh, we do a forensic examination on the black box, the computer module that's installed in the car, that retrieves and holds data as to where that car's been. It's like a built-in GPS. Oh, yeah. Okay, it provides us with speed, uh, braking, acceleration, um, stops, starts, but it also provides us with coordinates. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it's it's uh, it's built right into the car. Dealers can access it. Us through our investigative tools now, we can access the data as well. Okay, um, so that's one of the other things that's happening with your car right now. Yeah. Okay. But that was not on the search warrant. What's that? That was not mentioned in the search warrant. I know that. I know that. I'm, I'm so that might be considered to be fruit of the poison tree. It's possible, but I still have to look at it because it's a murder. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. It's possible. Absolutely. Anyway. But is there any reason you can think of no matter. when we download that no, data? No, I no answers for you at all. Okay, but that's why I just I have to ask the questions, yeah, right? Yeah. Is there any reason you can think of why that data no, is going to no show your card? Any questions? It's okay. okay. Well, then I just want you to understand what we're working on. Yeah. And what we're doing. Okay. So you're aware of, of, mm -hmm. of what's going mm -hmm. on. Because um, I, I think it's important for you to know. Yeah. I think it's important for you to understand what we're working on as investigators. Uh -huh. I think you have every right to know that. You're the one sitting here under arrest. 
-hmm. Makes sense? I still don't know why they don't just let me go home and stay at home where I would be comfortable because I'm not, certainly not going to be going anywhere or doing anything. Yeah, that's my car. That's your car. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's your carport? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what, is, what was that a picture of? Looks like an exhaust tail Yeah, and it's actually this one over here. Uh, I just want to show you. It's this one. Uh -huh. Okay. So this is a close-up. Uh -huh. of this exhaust pipe. Mm -hmm. So the way that vehicle is facing right now, that would be the driver's side. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh -huh. And you agree that's your car? Mm -hmm. That's your carport? Yep. Okay. So this is this blowing up. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Yeah. What is that? I don't know. It's blood. This is back here on your tailgate. It's a close-up, okay, on the tailgate. Yeah. Okay, that's blood. Mm -hmm. This, it's kind of dark, but it's what we call the pillars. Yeah. So this is the driver door, passenger door, on yeah. the passenger yeah. side, yeah. Yeah. there's blood there. Yeah. Okay, so what I've done is, that's blood, that's blood, and that's blood uh -huh. on your car. Mm -hmm. Whose blood do you think that is? No idea. But I told the police right at the beginning, yeah. right on the day they took me away on Thursday, I told them if they wanted blood, I would give them blood. Yeah, absolutely. And they could compare it to, to this blood. Is there any, like, is it logical? Would that be your blood? Have you cut yourself? Yeah, I cut, I cut myself here. Okay, and how'd you do that? I did it with a chisel. A chisel? Yeah. Okay, what... And um, I explained all this to Dan LeMay. Okay. I even showed him what I was working on when it happened, and showed him how it happened and everything else. He actually helped me. Did he? Okay. Now, after you cut your hand, did you touch your car? I must have. Okay. No, and that's why I'm asking, right? Um, because I mean that yeah that would bleed pretty good and you're um, you're you're right-handed or left-handed right-handed so it would make sense that you would open doors with your right hand things like that I right? I, I can only assume that this blood go on the car I'm that would make that, that would make sense know. right it's the only thing I can think of is there any reason you could think of why that would be I don't know her blood I Jesus blood I have no idea it's her blood. Oh, it's her blood. It is. Oh, yeah. Well, it looks to me like you get everything wrapped up. You're a very logical man. You're a very smart man. I'm not a very smart man at all. 
You are quite sure you tested my intelligence. <laughs> At best, it would be average. Well, what I mean by that is this. You are a very logical person. And so I don't want to sit here, sorry, and, and play any type of games with you. Uh -huh. I want you to understand why you're here, because mm -hmm. I think you deserve to be treated with respect and courtesy, yeah. just the same way you've treated me here today, yeah. which I appreciate. I'm telling you right now that that's her blood on your car, uh -huh. okay? But I'm also prepared to back it up, because you're such a smart man. That's the report from the Center of Forensic Sciences that you may have a look at and read which is not my opinion, it is their opinion that they have done the scientific tests mm -hmm. and they have verified the fact that it's her blood on your car. Yeah. And you can read through that, take your time. Or I can read no, it to you. No, Would you like me to read it to you? I don't have my glasses. They Want me to get them for you? No, I don't need to read that. I'll take your word for okay. it. That's her blood on your car. Okay. Okay. So I just want you to be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you haven't seen her since the Saturday before she went missing. That's right. So she hasn't been in your car because she hasn't been anywhere near your car. And yet her blood is on your car. How does that happen? I don't know. You do know. That's the thing. No idea. We're at a point right now where this isn't a what happened to her. This isn't a who done it. Okay, we know she's gone. Mm -hmm. I know you're responsible, but there's still some, you know, the big question is the, the why. That's the only answer we have left is mm -hmm. the why did this happen. It's not did you do it. We know you did, okay? This is only one set of scientific testing mm -hmm. that's happened. There's more scientific testing going on as we speak, mm -hmm. plus all the pictures, plus all the images. Mm -hmm. You can see where this is going. Mm -hmm. This is all coming to one great big mass of head, okay? Mm -hmm. You are a smart man. You know, okay? Tell me something. Yes. Did you execute a search warrant on Ben Kalman's house or car? Myself, I haven't. I just got here today. Sorry? I said, I just got here today, so no, I haven't. Well, did the Peterborough police execute a search warrant on Ben Kalman's house or car? No, not yet. And did they execute a search warrant on Dave Clark's house or car? What does that have to do with anything at this point? Because those investigations are ongoing, and those people are certainly being looked at. However, the evidence takes me where I need to be, and I have her blood all over your car. Mm -hmm. I have a lady that's missing that hasn't been seen since the 12th. I have a sign of a struggle in her driveway where there's blood on her driveway, and obvious signs of a struggle. There's blood at your house. Blood at my house. Right. Well, there'll be blood all over my house, because right. I'm always bleeding. Right. Um, but but it'll be my blood. Okay. It sure as hell is not Lizzie's blood in my house. But it's on your car. Well, I don't know about that. That's science. It's right there. It's on your car. Okay. And you know what? Even even down to it, it's on your exhaust. 
low. Okay, here's the thing. We're we're at this point where you know exactly what happened to her. Now, the way I have to look at it is, and, and I do look at it like this, do I think for one moment that you planned all this? Absolutely not. Do I think for one moment that you woke up one day and said that I'm going to harm her and take her life? No, I don't think that at all. Okay? But I, the fact is, it I, did happen. I love her. I know you do. So help us bring her back. Because there's family. If you're, if you're convinced she's dead, you're not going to bring her back. No, but you know what? You know as well as I do, there's grandkids and a daughter and a, and son. a son that would like her and, remains. And, and a brother. Don't that would like her remains. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. And I know you love her. It looks to me like you've got this all wrapped up. But I want her. Oh. I want her back. People deserve can, that, and I you know cannot, that. I cannot answer any more questions at all. But you can. You absolutely can, because you can make up your own I mind. I know that. The lawyer told me not even to speak to you. But I, being a, the kind of guy I am, I don't mind speaking to you. You've been a gentleman. But, You've uh, been respectful. You've been cooperative. You're just telling me that you can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that I killed Lise for that. This is what you're telling me. Right. I'm telling you that these so this evidence no, supports the allegations. There's no point in us talking anymore about this. Well, there's there's actually as far as I could see, you've got this whole thing wrapped up. But you already knew that coming in here. You already knew that you're the person who's responsible. I didn't need to tell you that. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, this you can't argue with the science that the blood is there. It's you want to know what the numbers are? The numbers are 1 in 26 trillion that it's anybody else's but hers. Okay? A quadrillion, I should say. The I thing is that you will have an opportunity to dispute mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But how are you going to dispute it? I am not qualified. Sorry? I am not qualified to do blood analysis or anything like that. And nor am I, and that's why the scientists will come in, because it's not my opinion. It's the scientists that will come in and say, this is what they do for a living. And then there's the, all the images that are coming, all the cameras that are being downloaded. Mm -hmm. You got to admit. Well, what are you going to say then? You're going to look at the community, you're going to look at the family, you're going to yep. look at everybody, and then what are you going to say? I'm going to say, I can do this. So... And, and everybody's going to look at a, an image, everybody's going to hear about the DNA, everybody's going to read the results, yeah. and you're still going to stand there and say, I didn't do it? I don't know what I'm going to say until I speak to a lawyer. The thing is, you're a grown man, you can speak for yourself, number one, okay? I know you love her, period. That, that is not a doubt in my mind. I know you love her. Well, if you're quite sure she's dead, then it's the past tense. You know she's dead. You know she's gone. You you and I don't need to play a word game back and forth. I'm not playing. I'm just telling you I don't want to speak to you. That's all. Because the lawyer told me not to speak to you. And, and, and I'm telling you I don't have an issue with that. However, I'm simply reminding you that you can speak for yourself. 
you've, you've made that quite clear here today that you're very capable of talking. You're a very eloquent, very intelligent man. And you can also speak for yourself. You can also realize that the situation that you find yourself in, where you're at now, is you're at the point of no return. You've been arrested for murder. I've shared with you some of the evidence. There's a lot more that's still going on. Yeah. Okay. None of this is why. Well, I don't know why you would even bother talking to me. Because I would like her body back. That's why. You know that. That's logical. Okay. That's logical. Because you know what? And it's not for me because I don't have a personal attachment to her. But you know what? There's her daughter. Mm-hmm. There's know. all her family. I okay? know. I know. And and. You know what? Does somebody else need to eventually find those remains? Does a child need to stumble across them? Mm. Whatever the situation may be. Um, I would like her body back. Mm. And that's where we're at. As far as the murder goes and the who did it, I'm good. Okay? Mm-hmm. The why is the question that everybody has. And from a family perspective and a community perspective, they would like to see some dignity come to, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of whether she she had personality flaws and she wasn't always the nicest person in the world to you and she maybe didn't always treat you 100% fairly. Oh, no, uh, no, make no, no mistake. No, no, we had no problems. No, but I mean, you talked about the fact that she had a temper and with that would come violence. Lots of people have a temper. Absolutely, I agree. And I look at this case... I don't believe for one moment that you planned all this. I actually think... And it, just in case, I don't want you to have the wrong idea. I'm not trying to tell you that she was some kind of ogre. She was not. Oh, I, I never she took that. She was a wonderful person. And 99% of the time, we got on just perfectly. I agree. And we so all have she's not an ogre in any way, shape, or form. Okay. So she blew her top occasionally. It's not the end of the world. So then she deserves better than where she is right now. Uh, you know that and I know that. Okay? She deserves better than where she is right now. And let's bring her home. Do you think you would be able to give me a mattress and a pillow or something for that, that cell? Yeah, I mentioned that to you earlier that yes. When I spoke to you earlier at the cells, I indicated to you that when you go back in there, yeah, I'll get you looked after. It's awful uncomfortable the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't think there's any chance of me going home and staying at home? Yeah. No. Oh, well. Let's bring her home. Yeah. Anyway, it's nice talking to you. And no doubt you'll be wanting to talk to me again. We're not done right now. Oh, we're not done doing that. No. Well, I just told you I don't want to answer any more questions. That's all. That's fine. You can listen. I'm allowed to talk. I'm not sure. Right? Sure. But the thing is, you need to understand the big picture of where everybody's coming from now. Well, you've explained it very well. Right. The whole thing's wrapped up. Well... Except for the fact that, do you think that the lady that you loved, like really, her family, everybody that's a nice person that you spoke of, they would like to see her back. In whatever form she's in, they would like to see her back. You know that. Okay, and I think that's fair request on their part. 
you know that and I know that. Okay? I, I, I don't think I'm sitting here with a bad guy. I don't think I'm sitting here with any type of a monster. I actually think Have I'm, you checked my, my record? Yeah, you don't have one. You don't have one. You loved this lady. I think as you sit here, you still love her, even though it's in the past tense. You're not a violent fellow. You're not a violent person. You're actually a very peaceful person. Um, that I know, okay? This was not planned. This was not premeditated. This was not all mapped out to the nth degree, okay? Well, why but the is fact it, is, it happened. Why is it first degree murder if it wasn't planned? Why is it first degree murder if it, it wasn't planned? The charge, right. first degree murder. If it wasn't planned, why would it be first degree murder? Uh, because right now, since we don't have her remains back yet, there's evidence that could be on the remains that would constitute a first-degree murder charge. Oh. Um, the other thing is, in the court systems, they can always lower the levels of homicide. It's hard to go back up. Oh. Make sense? Okay. Yeah. So that's why it's first-degree murder. Okay. But like, none of this is surprising you. I know that. You know that. Okay, um, like I said, I'm being very candid with you. There's no surprises here. This isn't a who did it. The questions are why. I don't. I don't believe. Like I said, I don't believe you're a monster. I don't believe you're some type of evil. Okay, I think it happened. I think it happened fast. It may even have been an accident. And then, but when accidents happen, people can panic. And people when can. When accidents happen, people what? Can panic. Oh. and react in such a fashion where they make decisions, right? Um, that's quite possibly what we have here. Maybe she was the aggressor. Maybe you were defending yourself. But the fact is, she ended up in the state she's in, mm -hmm. okay? Now, I've been candid with you with what we have, what we've been working on thus far. There's more coming. Um, I think you deserve that. You're the one facing the allegations. You wanted to know why you were here, so I told you why you're here. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's fair. You need to hear that. Mm -hmm. I, I have no problem telling you that. Okay, But the one thing I do know is that none of that comes as a surprise to you. You're well aware of why you're here. Okay. It's human nature. I get it. It's human nature to, to understand and realize I'm facing murder charges. Um, why would I want to talk about it? I get it. But the fact is, the evidence is speaking for you. The evidence is there. Yeah. Right? I had no problem speaking to the police on that day when they came Thursday. Yeah. They were there from lunch to about 1 o'clock, so 6.30 or something. And I answered all their questions, spoke to them about it. There's a, there's a witness who sees you driving away that night. You're not at home all night. Oh, well, there you are. You've got it made. Okay. Plus the blood on the car. Plus your GPS, plus all these cameras all over the place. Right. I don't know why you're even wasting your time talking to me. Oh, it's never a waste of time to talk to you. Oh, wow. 
It's never a waste of time. Okay. See, because you have an opportunity right now to tell me your side of what happened. It's tragic. It happened. It cannot be reversed, and we know that. We all make mistakes in life. We've all done things that we regret. You're in a position where, like I said, you now have an opportunity to say, Scott, this is this is what happened. If you have remorse, if you feel bad, if you feel guilty, yeah. you have an opportunity. Yeah, but the lawyer told me not to speak to you. And that is fair, but you can also speak to yourself. Yeah, but why would I have a lawyer to advise me and then ignore what he advises? That would be kind of stupid, wouldn't it? No, I, I can't comment on that at all because people can make up their own mind. You indicated earlier, what if the lawyer wasn't smart enough to do what you wanted him to do? Those were your words earlier. What if he didn't know to object? What if he didn't know what he was yeah, doing? Yeah. So you're a very smart man to know that you can also you speak for yourself. Maybe you came home and found her in the driveway because somebody else knocked her out and you panicked and you thought, I need to get rid of the remains. Whatever spin maybe, you want to put on it, let's it go get her. A, maybe it was a home invasion. Maybe. But, but nobody ever did they did. use your car? No, I don't know. Did your car go missing? I don't know. Did you lend it to anybody? I don't I know, but somebody could have stolen it. Did anybody steal your car? I don't know. I'm sitting in the house all the time. I don't know what's going on. I do know my car's been ransacked in okay. the past. Has it? Okay. When's the last time it was ransacked? Oh, it was quite a while ago. And... Uh, they took, I have, a, I keep a spare pack of cigarettes in a glove box, they took the cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And I had a little dish of coins that I keep for, uh, if you have to pay on the toll road, you have coins handy. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm parking somewhere and I need coins for a parking meter. And there was about 20, 25 dollars of coins in that. <laughs> and they took that. Yeah. But fortunately they didn't do any damage. That's good, yeah. Do you, do you think it's possible somebody took your car? I have no idea. I'm just asking. I told you, I sit in the house reading it all the time. But we I have a witness that says you Okay, left that okay. Good for you. You've got it all wrapped up. Why do you keep going on? Because I would like to bring... Lee's well, back bring, to her bring her back or whatever. Do whatever you like. Just don't involve me. The lawyer told me not even talk to you. I should have been talking to you all this time. You you know that you're involved. So how can I step back and not involve you? You're you're a logical man. You know that. Okay. That's the one thing that you're conflicted with right now is the fact that you are so logical and and you are so. I'm not conflicted at all. Then I've underestimated the only you. Thing, the only thing that's bothering me is these conditions that I'm under. Do you understand you're under arrest for murder? I understand you that. Understand Do you understand these conditions? You're in a jail cell. Eh? You're in a jail cell. These are terrible conditions, for God's sake. For somebody who supposedly is innocent, has not been convicted of any crime. That's right. To have to put up these conditions is just abominable. But at least don't care. They're not living in these conditions. Well, how, how is it that they don't care? 
Obviously, if they cared, the conditions would be better than they are. What would you like in the cell? What would be better for you? Oh. <laughs> forget it. Just forget it, okay? I just think that the conditions are very, very bad here, that's all. Different if I was convicted, then the conditions, I don't deserve good conditions. But I'm not convicted of any crime. I don't feel that somebody who's been convicted deserves deplorable or bad conditions. We still have a right to provide people with living conditions, even in custody. Well, but we could banter on that all day. I didn't build the building. No, no, I have no, nothing no, to do I with know, it. I know that. Okay? But the this fact is... This is the is, thing that nobody's ever responsible. There's so many that get, everything gets scattered all around and nobody's responsible. Nobody can tell you this. Nobody can answer your questions or anything else. Well, then let's talk about... You know, responsibility, who's responsible for this? talking to you. Can you not understand that? I don't want to talk to you anymore. Period. End of discussion. What could be simpler? I believe you're afraid right now. Afraid? I, yeah. What am I afraid of? The future? Jail? That's normal. I would be too. That's normal for anybody. I think, like, my goodness, if I was sitting where you were, that is exactly how I would feel. Period. That's human nature. Like, I get it. Like, I'm not, I'm not obtuse to that. Like, that's normal. That makes sense. You know, lives change. Futures change. Everything changes. I, I get that. So I can say honestly that if I was in the same situation, you're darn right I would be afraid. You're darn right I would be concerned. I know that. that. That's, you know, I may try and put on a show or I may try and act like I'm okay. I know deep down I'd be scared to death. Absolutely. Okay? I get it. The, the premise of all this right now is your future changes from this point forward, and you know mm -hmm. that. Oh, yeah. I, and mm -hmm. I know that, too. I, I'm not pretending this is something that is not. Okay? Mm -hmm. But I don't believe that you're cold. I don't believe you, you're this cold, laissez-faire individual. Not at all. Okay? I, I don't. I think, you know, we refer to these. I, I've seen them time and time again. Did you love this lady? Yes. That's why you were watching her. That's why you were following her. That's why you knew her activities and her actions. I know that. The breakup, the fact that you two no, were no longer together, broke your heart. And I know that. Um, the, it's, it's, it's very, very difficult when we're dealing with matters of the heart and emotions. Um, it brings things out in us sometimes that we didn't even know we had in us, mm -hmm. that we've never felt before. None of us are immune from that. None of us, okay? I know you were following her. I know you were watching her. I've seen the letters that you wrote her. Um, and, and obviously you're paying attention to her because some of the things that you wrote in the letters, you obviously had to be watching what she was doing and who she was with. It hurts. You gave her everything 
of yourself in that relationship to her. You put yourself out there. You loved this lady. As you said yourself earlier, there isn't really anything you wouldn't do for her except for the Quebec trip that, you know, is the one time you pushed back even a little bit, saying you weren't comfortable doing something. Okay? That's called unconditional love. That's called knowing that, that you know, I love this lady and there's nothing I wouldn't do for her. When she pushes back and doesn't want to be with you anymore, that hurts. That really hurts, especially when you, you didn't have an affair on her, you didn't hit her, you didn't beat her, you didn't do anything wrong to her. That makes it even worse. She, she didn't walk away from me, I walked away from her. Both occasions. But it was because of the way she carried on over, like you said, silly, trivial things that didn't make any sense. It's like she was pushing you away. I'm just correcting you. You said that she dumped me. She didn't dump me. I dumped her. Then I stand corrected. You dumped her. But the fact is, it doesn't take away the fact that you still loved her. And you were still watching her. And I know that. Okay? And that's it's hard sometimes to let go. And it's hard to think that she's just moved on and with the appearance that maybe what you two had wasn't real, wasn't significant, the way she was perhaps carrying on with other people, which hurts. Absolutely it hurts. Everybody in life has been through something like that at some point in time. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's for sure. But that's why I don't believe that you're this cold person, this, this callous individual. That's, I don't believe that. I don't believe that's you at all, because you know what? Everybody describes you actually differently than that. Well, I don't know who told me I was cold. I don't think I'm a cold person. No, no, I didn't say that anybody said you were cold. It's, it's where we're at here today in the sense that, you know what? I, I don't for one moment pretend that this is easy for you. I don't for one moment think that, you know, this is easy and that this is stress-free. This is one of the, probably the most stressful days in your life. This is not fun. I get it. You are under arrest, the allegations are murder, and I've sat here and presented to you evidence to show you. Mm -hmm. That's not fun. I know that. Okay? And if I was sitting where you are, I understand that. It's like everything is mounting, everything is building, and it's wow. your jeopardy. Okay? I think you've already got enough. I don't know why you're even talking to me. But that's why you're under arrest, because there's more than enough. So when you asked earlier, I don't even know, Scott, why I'm under arrest, I don't know why I'm here, I answered your question for you, because you deserved that. You deserved oh, to I know. know. I know why I'm here. Right. There's no question about that. I know okay. exactly why I'm here. I've been served with murder and... Uh, but I've shown you the why. We can't just go out and arbitrarily arrest people without grounds. We have to have grounds. Yeah. And grounds mm -hmm. mean we have evidence. Because for us to lay charges and bring it forward to a court, we can't just do it because, well, we think he did it, yeah. and let's see what happens. Yeah. There needs to be substance to that. Mm -hmm. Here's some of the substance. Mm -hmm. That's why I shared it with you. Okay. So like I said, you coming in here today, you sitting with me here today, is, is not the who did it. Okay. I'm explaining to you why we have that part all figured out. Here's the evidence. Mm -hmm. I followed the evidence. I'm sitting with the person that I need to be sitting with. I'm satisfied with that. Okay. The big question that people have, and it's two things, is the why, 
okay? Because everybody always wants to know why these things happen. Everybody always paints them out to be something big and sinister and planned out and evil. And it's my experience that more often than not, it's not that at all. Mm -hmm. It's something that starts off very innocent and then things go south in a hurry, okay? And, and then people react to it. I get that. Do you by any chance have a business card you could give me? Yeah, when we're all done, I will absolutely give you a business yeah, card. Thank you. Okay. I would appreciate that. Yeah. Because I speak to so many policemen over the last week, you know, dozens. Yeah, absolutely. No, no and, problem. And uh, all the names just... I'll make sure it's with your property. Okay. But other than the why did it happen, okay, the family is sitting in this building right now, and it's the where issue. Oh, they're in this building? They're in this building. Oh, wow. Okay, and it's the where issue. Uh -huh. That's the only question they have. They don't, they don't care about the why. They don't care about the circumstances. Mm -hmm. They're not judging. Mm -hmm. They're not, okay? They just want their mom back. They want their grandma back. Yeah, they're a nice family. They are. Yeah. And so I think they deserve and that. And I go on very well with them. And that's what they said, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly believe they are a very nice family. Yeah. Okay. But they want mom back. They want grandma uh -huh. back. Okay. So let's go get her. You and I can I'm go get her. I'm not going anywhere except back to myself. Where hopefully I'll get a pillow and a mattress and maybe, maybe even a blanket. Because that is an awful uncomfortable place. What I really would like is for you to let me go home. You know that's not going to happen. I already explained that and to you. I can, I can guarantee you that I will not leave my house. I will not step over the door. That's out of my control. Okay. Like I said, that's up to the courts. We, uh, we put the person before the courts, and it's up yeah. to the courts to decide where the person goes. So will you be at this video thing tomorrow? No? no? I thought you were in charge of this case. Yeah, but I don't need to be in uh, the video court portion because that's just uh, a hearing to remand you into custody. That's all it is. So tomorrow morning they'll decide whether I'm going to stay here or not. No, tomorrow morning will be probably a video to remand you into custody and then you'll get a formal bail hearing probably on Monday or Tuesday. Because so it's a weekend, tomorrow Sunday. So I'll be here at least until Tuesday. No, I explained this to you earlier. You'll be here today, you'll be here tonight. My guess is after tomorrow and the video remand, you'll be transferred to a jail. Ah. And then from the jail, they'll take you to the court. Ah. Okay. And the jail will be in Lindsay. Well, as we discussed earlier, I'll find out exactly which jail. But that would make sense, yeah. Okay, are we done here? Oh. Well, could you at least get me my cigarettes? I feel very guilty smoking your cigarettes, especially since you don't smoke. You don't need to feel guilty about that. 
Could you not give me my cigarettes? Your cigarettes are lodged in property. I have cigarettes. I've given you cigarettes. So I, I, you don't need to feel guilty about any of that. You don't need to I worry do. about it. But you don't have to. Okay? You don't have to feel guilty about smoking a cigarette. Okay? Do you have questions for me? No, no. I think you've got everything right up. So what are your thoughts on all that? Mm -hmm. I said, what are your thoughts on all that? I'm sitting here showing you how I, I believe you... I think you've you... been doing very well. Yeah, very well. But I, I, I'm accusing you of taking her life. You're okay with that? Do I have any choice? Absolutely, you have a choice. You can say whatever you want to me. If you don't agree with it, if you don't like it, you absolutely have a choice. No, I don't have a choice. You charged me with murder. You charged me with murder, and that's it. But it's not without evidence. I'm not talking about evidence. I'm saying that I, the position I'm, I'm in, I have no choice. Well, I'm what? just a pawn here. Just a pawn. They, yeah, that you're playing with. What do you mean by that? I told you I don't want to talk to you. How many times do I have to tell you that? I keep telling you over and over again I don't want to talk to you or answer your questions or anything else. But you know you can answer anything you want. You can say anything you want. You're a grown man. I'm not going to say anything I want. I'm not going to talk to you. I would like to go back to myself. And you will, absolutely. When? When we're done. And when will we be done? Don't know yet. Are you going to stay here till midnight? I don't know yet. Did you give me my cigarettes out of that locker, and then I would need to smoke your cigarettes. And I already told you, you don't need to worry about smoking my cigarettes. It's an issue. I do, issue. I do. It's a big issue for me. But it doesn't have to be. I'm not a moocher. I didn't say you were. If I thought you were, I wouldn't give you a cigarette. <laughs> you think you're the only person I've ever dealt with that smokes? You're kidding. You must have dealt with lots of people that smoke. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I'm not worried about people smoking cigarettes. I get it. Okay? Any guilt you feel about cigarettes is your own. It's not from me. Right? I think basically I'm a giver rather than a taker. So I don't like taking. It makes me feel guilty. I, I can't help it. That's I, the way I'm made. You find yourself in a situation, though, where you're going to have to take. Because... It's just the procedures and the policies that once we've locked up your property, we're not going to go into it. This is something that I can provide you with. I don't have an issue with it. So we don't need to worry about it. It's all good. Okay. Okay? A couple cigarettes is not going to, you know, break me financially. It's all good. Did you know an officer, an OPP officer called Pierce? Pierce? 
he was the officer in charge of the Helmuth Boxbaum murder down in Kataro uh, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that case? I remember the case. I don't know if I know the officer that was a, in particular. That was a spectacular case. Was it? What What did you like about or notice about that case? You obviously followed it and paid attention to it. I just read a book on it. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And what did you think? You said it was spectacular. What What is it that you picked up on? Oh, I, don't, I didn't think it was spectacular. I just thought that this officer uh, Pierce did a good job. Yeah. What? But the the mistake the murderer made was he involved far too many people, and there were all low lives who would squeal on anybody to get out of it themselves. You know. Absolutely. So they were all spilling their guts, and that's how the case was solved. That's an age-old um, issue that if you're going to tell a whole bunch of other people, well, then you've lost control of the information, now, haven't you? Because you this, just, this guy sure lost control, I'll tell you. You just never know who's going to go talk, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's uh, that doesn't even have to go towards crime. That's a society issue. If you don't want somebody to know a piece of information, then don't tell them. Yeah. Because you always run the risk that they could speak it. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly what happened. Right, exactly right. So, that's common. That happens. Absolutely. If I had access to my house, I'd give you the book to read. It. Maybe you don't read books, do you? I do. No. Yeah. I I can. I appreciate the offer, but I can go get the book. That's. Yeah. I don't. Uh, See, I would feel guilty taking your book. It would be a gift. There you go. But I like it after a couple of the dance, to go to the dance, and they're originally from Hungary. Yeah. And I had a book on the Hungarian uprising back in the, I don't know, back in the 50s, 60s or something. And I asked them if they'd like to read it, and I gave them the book. To me, it's just spreading information or things that I think may interest somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? It's an interesting read. It's uh, it's nice to be able to share that with people, right? I think that's a, I think that's a good idea to do those kind of things. I was very disappointed to learn that they don't have a library in the jail in Lindsay. I thought all jails would have a library. How do you know that? The guy in this thing told me. The guy in the cell opposite me told me. Oh, did he tell you that? Well, he, I think he's a criminal. No, but he said there's no... Or if he knows there's no library in there, then obviously he must have been in there before. Oh, he's been in, yeah, he's been in there. That's how he knows there's no library. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Well, but he says he can... That's means Is that how she looked recently? Like I haven't seen her before, so is that like a current picture? I would guess that's current. I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. I've got lots of pictures of these. Do you? Yeah. No, I've never met her before. 
Yeah, and there's no reason why I would have. She lived a good life, and mm. it's not like she would have anything to do with law enforcement. So we would uh, it would make sense that we wouldn't cross paths, right? So I can only go by you know a couple pictures that I've seen that type of thing, right? Where do you have your pictures of her? At home. I offered to talk to the police if they wanted them, but they didn't want them. No. <coughs> yeah, they had access to some other pictures, so. You miss her? That's a silly question. Believe it or not, I've sat with people that say, no, I don't. So I find I never take anything for granted anymore. I just ask the questions. Do you miss her? Mm -hmm. None of this was meant to happen, and I know that. That's not you. Okay. If I was asked to describe myself yeah. in one word, I would say quiet. Yeah. Would describe me. Yeah. Perfectly. But you know what? You can be quiet, and you can still have emotion, and you can still have a heart, and you can still love, and you can still care, and you can still have compassion, because you're the type of guy that shows it through your actions, not always through your words. So if you're willing to do the grass, if you're willing to do the flower beds, if you're willing to wash a car, if you're willing to get her car maintenance, then we, you know, if you're willing to do work around the house for her, if you're willing to color her hair, if you're willing to draw her a bath, if you're willing to make her a meal, Right? If you're willing to go out of your way to sit and have coffee with her, and even though you didn't want to, you, you went to Quebec with this lady. Even though you didn't want to, you gave unto yourself. Okay? You did all this. In, in a nutshell, I did anything and everything that I could to try and make her happy. Okay. It's as simple as that. So now let's finish this by making her family happy. Let's give them the one thing ah. that they need. <laughs> 